BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I can't look you in the eye. I, literally, as soon as I hit that button, bug in the eye. Bug. Bug. Hugs with bugs. Fuck. You guys are dogs. Sorry, you guys are cats. What's that? The, the tri- boys are back in town. Oh, yeah, he's back. The trio oh. is back. I'm glad to be back. Yep. Mark left last Monday to get here and he finally arrived uh, yeah. just as I did today. Do you know what I reckon? I've got a conspiracy, the- a conspiracy theory and wow. everyone loves one of those. He yeah. went to the grand final. What? Wow. So is this like a 9-11 conspiracy? Except it's it's on a more serious level? than that, yeah. Yeah. So what makes you think I went there? Well, I didn't you, rock up. <laughs> yeah, you just weren't here and that was on. So, Well, Rick was saying, oh, I have a, a theory that he, he got too messed up at the end of season and he didn't rock up because he was hungover. Mate, I get messed up every weekend. So that, <laughs> so that wasn't the reason. So... Uh, I woke up feeling shit and Sunday night I started to feel bad. And I'm like, you know, if I was hungover, the best thing, how do you cure a hangover, guys? Banana and breathe in deeply 30 times. Hair of the dog. Hair of the dog. So coming here was a reward. If that was the case, I would have come here and drank more and felt better. But, you know, it wasn't to be and I was upset. I watched the episode. You guys did well. wasn't as good with me not there, but you did. Was there a void was there, mate? Yeah, it wasn't quite the same. It needs to be like a triangle. It's like that time, you know, Rick wasn't here. Like a human centipede. It's like, you know, no one can bounce off my jokes. I mean, you're okay at it. He's good at it. So it's sort of like you need to have that even balance. Oh, that's great to know. There's a triangle. There's another thing, by the way. What? Talking about my driving. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, what's wrong with that? No, what's going on with that? Like, well, you, I've never seen it. So who's, who saw my driving? My cousin. Okay, and he said what? Just that you drive like a pansy. On what? On the expressway? Well, we'd hope so. Okay, what's a safe limit to drive in your car at any speed? <laughs> what? Yeah. A safe limit at any speed. Yeah. What do you mean? So like on the expressway, do you really think that driving 110 in a 110 zone is safe? Yes. Do you really think that? Yes. I'm fucking around with you. Okay. So here, <laughs> of course it is. Here's a real answer. A month ago, I was driving to yours and my car wouldn't get into fifth gear automatic, right? I'm driving and it's revving the fuck out and I'm doing like 100. I'm like, 
If I don't back off, like, is my engine going to explode? Backed off, tried to get it to get into fifth gear. My car can't get into fifth gear, so it sticks in fourth. If I'm driving at 110, my car is like, like it's over revving. Oh, no. So I am the cunt that has to sit in the left lane on the expressway and just, you know, let my car drive at a comfortable what sort happens of speed. If you are being that nice guy in the left lane, yeah. but then you come up against like a heavy loaded truck and you've got to overtake it, do you just risk that 15 seconds of like shaking and like, yeah, death I, I mean, to get around it? I mean, we're probably going at the same speed. <laughs> yeah, that's honest. what I'm saying. But um, no, look, uh, tonight when I was driving, I was obviously thinking about, you know, the car and the car wasn't as bad tonight. So I think it may have like fixed its random issue because normally it was over revving. Now I was, I was happily on 100 and it wasn't too bad. So we'll get no, no more complaints about your driving. Oh, you'd hope not, but like maybe it had a little bit to do with like me being hungover, coming back from yours, going to Belair, like, oh, mm. fuck this. Like maybe oh, they have a- There's three excuses he's pulled out there's already. A few, Where, what's the like, next one going to be? I'm being oh, like, my tyres were wheeling. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. That's, that's actually a real thing. No, like, um, I'm the kind of guy, and I, know I heard Rick saying, when he. When it's a 60 zone, what, what speed do you sit on? 62. 63. Correct, 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 because you're probably doing 60. So I'm that kind of guy. Not only that, I'm really dodgy with my giveaways. Like, I don't give way to people. Well, I do, but like... <laughs> That's terrible. To, to an extent where I'm like, like you're not going to like... You're not going like, to hit me. You're going to probably put on your brake and hit me like, this guy's a bit of a dickhead. All right, the police officer pulls Mark over and he's like, mate, you're going pretty slow back there. Is there any reason? He's like, mate, I don't give way. My car won't go into fifth gear. Yeah. I'm always revving the fuck out of it. I just yeah. don't know what's going on. He's like, okay, we're taking you to the station. <laughs> That's very accurate. Anyway, oh. moving on, guys. And he still hasn't got his way scales and the coke out of the car either. Oh, fuck. Oh, the yeah. gun, the gun remember, in the back. That was good as well. The machete in the bloody pocket holder. <laughs> Um, I was going to give you a quick update about my run. I'm f- oh yeah, congratulations! Fully Round of applause, Finished mate. Finished my 225 k's. That's that's amazing. That's unreal. And how many kilometers were you averaging during the week during this time? Oh, close to 60. Let's just acknowledge that's a huge effort. Mm. Some people can't even do like go on one run for the week. We're talking about a guy that dedicated yeah. to the cause. It's a charity. Running a lot, like that's a lot. That's like yeah, well done, mate. Yeah, great work. Thank you. It and was tough so, on Sunday. I was. Watching the grand final on Saturday night, I had a mate up from Keith, which is everyone knows the asshole of Australia. And watching the grand final, Keith's not all that bad. I fucking hate Keith. <laughs> he wasn't the fucking son of old mate that I stayed with. No, it's, it's, there's it's, more to uh, do with Keith than you think. It's a story for another day. Go okay, um, we were watching the grand final. I don't know what happened to me. I don't actually remember most of the second half. And then got up in the morning, and I'm trying to convince myself I'm feeling okay. We're going for a run. And then took Moss in the pram, and every single step that I took on that run, my head was just like, oh, no. <laughs> Fuck. I've got an interesting how, thought. How, how much hand? I, sorry to cut you off. I've how, got an interesting thought. No, go on. It, I'll, I'll keep it with me. Go on. So you wake up. How many Ks off the end total? Were I was six Ks off, but we had always planned that this was going to be like a long run. So I was thinking we might do 14 or 15 Ks. Didn't get to that. We ran from Seacliff to Glenelg and back, so 12 and a bit Ks. And Was there a nice moment where you saw it tick over and you knew mentally that you had done it? No, nah, I struggled the whole time. It was yeah. the worst. Out of every run I've done on this challenge, it was the worst run. Maybe that's fitting. Maybe. Right. Tough, tough time. You've got there. It's such a big achievement. And the last one was the hardest. 
don't yeah. know. Getting back to the grand final, let's talk about how Rick felt like you know, like he was going to pass out. He's really fucked up. Halfway through the third quarter, Bulldogs led Melbourne by 19 points, uh, 59 to 40 from memory. From that point on, Melbourne outscored Bulldogs 100 to 7. Crazy, hey? Let's think about, what about some of the people that potentially passed out at that point in time? I know. Like, all right, this is Bulldogs are premiers. That's me. Woke up. That's me. And Melbourne win 140 to 66. Yep. You might be like... Am I waking up from a hangover or am I just hallucinating and I took, you know, MDMA last night with some acid or whatever well, that's not and me. you've just lost your fucking mind? I know. It's insane. Crazy. This never happens. Do you know what? It wasn't too far off. Well, it's so far off my prediction because <laughs> I said the Bulldogs by 13. But I did say the game was going to zigzag a bit. And at that point in time, although I said Bulldogs would get a strong start, so I was actually very wrong, but the game did zigzag. I was thinking... It looks like it's going to be a Bulldogs win by a couple of goals here. And I, was, I thought back on the podcast, go, I hope I'm right. That'd be good to brag about. And then I got nothing yeah. to brag about. If, no. if anyone could predict how the game would go in Australia, no one would have got it right. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, all right, Bulldogs strong start, Melbourne come back. It was Melbourne strong start, Bulldog come back, mm. Melbourne come back a bit, Bulldogs come back, and then Melbourne just win by seven. Beast mode. There's no way you can predict that. It was insane. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, Darren. All right. Something I wanted to talk about. Wicked show on TV. Second year that it's been on TV in Australia is SAS, the Celebrity SAS Challenge. Oh, I'm glad you like it. I really, really like Mm. it. I don't mind it. It's full on. You hear all the reviews about it, though? Those guys are How dare you put someone through that? That's just... Take it off air. It's disgusting. And I'm thinking... That's the whole show. You want... You want people in the army Who's to get treated. Oh, you should see it. It's all over Facebook. Every time they post something oh, like this show should be God. taken down. I'm like, if you want a couple of fairies to go over to Afghanistan next time and fight, <laughs> they're not going to last very long at all. You need to treat people like an absolute piece of shit to get them mentally ready, and people just don't understand it. I, and I can't believe in some of the things. It's like even in the early ones, all right? So they haven't broken them down mentally yet, mm. and they give them very clear instructions. You have to do this, this, and this. Yeah. And then they just fuck it up. It's yep. like, oh my god, just get it right. Like, take take, take it all listen. serious. Yeah, wild. Look, look, look. Let's just talk about this. If you went onto the show, no bullshit. Let's just be real. How long do you reckon you could last? Do you think you could really do it? Like, so be honest. They yell pretty loud in your face. To be honest, <laughs> the yelling, the yelling wouldn't bother me at all. It's more oh, about... They it, get real close. Like, you'd get be getting saliva, like, all over your face. Oh, like, definitely. Not only that, the guy's English. Oh, even no. more of a slap in the face. No. Not even a Aussie. I think it'd just be the sleeping and the comfort of sleeping that would get yeah. me. Like, all the drills and whatever, I'd like that. I'd be like, yeah, like, let's push myself. And if I collapse, then I'd be like, well, I'm going to try a bit harder and just do it until I collapse. I'm all about that. But it'd be that rest time. That getting interrupted and the cold and the they wake you for, up right. They wake you up yeah. at like six a.m. Even the one the other night, they didn't. Someone, yeah, no, they fucked them up, and then one of them did something wrong, dragged them out, and they said, "Now you're going to pay for this. We're going to come and get you during the night, basically, and you're going to get a beasting." And everyone was like staying awake waiting for it. And then they never came. It's yeah, like Full Metal Jacket. Oh, crazy! It's wild. Yeah, it's, and the other thing is that I noticed, obviously, when they were filming this was at the time when that crazy mice and rat infestation was happening right that was throughout huge, New South man. Wales. And it's in there. It's like they've Yuck. got um, night vision footage of them sleeping and there's just mice and rats crawling over them. It's oh. so, that, 
honestly, I think I could probably push myself physically to do some of I'm not saying I could do all of the challenges, but that would freak me out. That's your breaking point. Oh, just like sleeping and feeling stuff crawling over you. Guys, guys, the time has come. I have a scenario for you. Rick mentioned rats, mice. I want you to think about this, okay? And this is an interesting thought. If you own a house and you're a vegan and you have maybe a family of vegans, you know, running around. <laughs> Where is this know. going? No, no, hear me out. You have a family of vegans, you know, it might be boyfriend, girlfriend, vegan, vegan. If you have a rat mice infestation, your life is going to be fucking hell, right? And you want to get rid of these mice slash rats, whatever. What do you do? Because you're a vegan, you're all about animal welfare, you know, caring about animals, and your house is getting torn apart Wow! by these mice rats. Do you, A, swallow your pride and get into the fucking real world and call (laughs) the fucking rat mice exterminators or... Or do you go, I'm vegan, just keep doing what you're doing, rats, mice? What do you do? Look, this is huge. Honestly, I think you just feed them if you're vegan. Yeah. You can't. No, no, but what are you going to feed them? You're going to feed them cheese? <laughs> you, don't agree. you don't agree with that. You're a fucking vegan. Yeah, I, I don't know. You're going to feed know. them soybean paste or you, some shit? You know what I think? I think they call the extermination fucking people. They come in. They oh, get rid the blood's of the not on my hands. And they just pray that no one finds out. That's something that they will not post on social to be media. Honest, Let me tell you right now. To be honest, the only real option here is... To, Especially if it's um, – I had a rat infestation when your house was getting built. Oh, yeah. Right? So where you live, my house was up the hills from it. Yep. And when that was all getting developed, I had foxes, rats, everything all through my oh. house. Come, and I'm talking – Like the animals of Farthing Wood. Yeah, it was. It was. But these rats, these rats were like as big as probably – I don't know. I, no one can see this, but what would you say that's as big as? Like a small football? It's like that's a – That's a chihuahua. Yeah. And they were massive, and I we actually got possum traps, and we're catching rats in possum traps. It was massive, so they would have to do that. Caught a beagle as well, <laughs> and they'd have to drive one at a time all the way out to somewhere else and release it and come back. It'd nah, take them. I, well, I've got faith in the vegans. What do you reckon? I reckon they're going to get the whistle like the Pied Piper and yeah. just go <laughs> <laughs> and just ca- and walk them away somewhere and say, "Off you go, guys. Go and have a great life." That's so good. Don't listen to the whistle. That's great. You'd hope that. Hey, any vegans listening, tell us what you would do because we really want to know. Because clearly we don't have an answer. I mean, oh, they'll have some wicked answer. Oh, absolutely. I hope so. You were talking about your house as a kid. Mm. Interested in your thoughts on, um, well, I've heard some of your thoughts on you used to be scared of Boogeyman and potentially you would even risk staying in your bed all night just to avoid... Almost seeing just, the boogeyman and yeah. basically wetting yourself. Yeah. Uh, how old were you? Fifteen? No, this is like two nights ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm serious. As a kid, I I always had myself and my brother. We were always bunk beds, right? Yeah. But as as the legend of boogeyman grew, we'd both be scared. Like I'd be three, he'd be seven. He'd still be scared of it. And like I think, oh, check under the bed. Nothing under the bed. I'd check the cupboard and whatever. But then there was always like, is it down the hallway? Everywhere in my house that was dark and wasn't lit up just had that, that chance that the boogeyman was there. But I never knew what the boogeyman looked like. So any sort of shadow or any movement, I'd fucking shit myself. And, like, as an adult now, you go, oh, I can pass it off as this or that. You just don't care. But as a kid, 
I'd almost piss myself and not, not go to the toilet. You what? sure this wasn't Benji on the top bunk just jacking yeah. himself off and throwing his jizz in your face? I'm not even joking. <laughs> oh, boogie <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of spunk. One night. Bit of ghost. One night. Ghost he got, plasma. He got home um, fucking wasted as a 15-year-old when we were still sharing a bedroom. Yeah. Oh, that would have been good. Hell, it was fucking terrible. He pissed down the curtain thinking it was a urinal onto my head and I woke up thinking it was condensation on the window. Did you just say condensation? Condensation? <laughs> what is it called? Yeah, you were right. Yeah, the ladder. The yeah. ladder's correct. So yeah. anyway. Condensation. I, <laughs> condensation. <laughs> I had a condensation on my face. And Yeah, so he pissed on my mouth basically while I was sleeping. Benji. Very bad. You're a fucking piece of shit. Fucking hell. Crazy, crazy fucking childhood memories with your brothers bad. and sisters. Jeez. So you're not scared of the boogeyman? It wasn't the boogeyman specifically. I definitely had times in my house as a kid. In, in the house that I grew up in, my parents still live in, you go, go down the hallway to go to the toilet. Mm. And I, my sister used to hide behind the um, toilet wall. When I'd come out, she'd scare me. Rah! Mm. And, it, like, it would fucking petrify you. Absolutely scare the shit out of you. And you do those real stiff shakes like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, all the, the time. But then it got to a point where I just never knew whether she was going to be there or not. So I'd try and be, like, a bit really SAS. smart. And I'd, like, whew, go around the corner. She wasn't there. I was like, for fuck's sake. And, but then I'd look further down the hallway and I was like, something's coming for me. And I'd just have to run the other way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you know what's scarier than actually being scared by something? Scanning a room and then noticing something. Like, for example, when, sometimes when I scare Alison around the house, I can jump out and go, rah. But if I just hide in a room and I'm like half behind something and then she notices me, that scares her more than me actually jumping out and going, Yeah, rah! that is because it's, it's like, like you how long have you been there? Yeah. Some of the scariest times in my childhood came from watching films. Now, were there any films that you – Distinctly recall watching that you're like, that really, really ruined my childhood and cost me at least 200 hours of sleep. Do you remember there was a board game called Nightmare? No. Hang on, this does ring a bell. You would love this. Really? So this was way back in the day. Okay. Now, I never actually played it. My sister was of the age and all of her friends were of the age to play it. It was like a board game, but it was on... A VHS as well. So you'd have this thing on TV. Oh, this is turning me on. And you'd play like this board game thing and then yeah. it would go to the next level. And okay. fuck, the thing on the screen was so fucking scary. I remember one day, I reckon she must have been like start of high school. So year eight and I was a few years younger. So I would have been maybe year five mm. sitting in the lounge room and mum and dad had closed all the doors and windows and stuff. So it was pitch black. Mm. The thing was on the screen and they're like, oh, are you sure you're going to be okay to be in there? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be fine. Whole room of people. And I reckon I made it five minutes and I was just like, ah, get me out of here. It was so scary. I need to look this up. I really need to see it. All right. Anyone listening, you've got a movie in mind that you're like, yeah, that fucked my childhood. For me, there were two. First one, Wes Craven's Scream. So Ghost Mask. I reckon I watched it when I was about 10. It really, really scared me. Like it was really bad. I remember... Thinking at the start, like, do I really want to watch this? Like, it's just such a tempting movie to watch. Start with Drew Barrymore, her first film. She gets stabbed to death. It's like a surprise because she, she's meant to be, like, one of the lead actresses. And then I've watched the rest. I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is going to frighten me forever. And it did. Oh, Bert I know what you did last summer. Oh, another one. With the hook? The hook. Oh, my God. And uh, the guy just walks everywhere and he always yeah. catches up. It's yeah. Like, Fuck, it's man. Like, it's like everyone's running and, like, this guy with the hook is, like, just power walking mm. and he just, he just always manages to catch yeah. up. I know what you did last summer. Great film. Okay. Ryan oh. Philippi. 
Yeah, I have a, I have a two-parter. Yeah. Don't you fucking press the stop button, you little cunt. All right. I'm <laughs> yeah. getting Duncan off the desk for this. All right, so. What's it called? Oh, that's a bad start. <laughs> Is this a new game? <laughs> nah. Fuck, I had it and then the cat distracted me. Yeah. Oh, no. Oi, oi. The one with the clown that came out. I feel like two the cat- parts. Oh, it. It. Okay, the oh. first it that came out scared the absolute living fuck out of me. Yeah. Absolute living fuck out of me. Mm. Right? Lost sleep over it. Was scared about drain pipes and everything. And I watched that very young. Then when the remakes came out, I thought, what a fucking piece of shit flop you've done. I hated it. Did you? Yeah, I thought it was shit. Well, it's, it's amazing. It's like that's your childhood and now you're an adult mm. and then there's a huge difference. Yeah. The other film that really scared me, and this one's like a, a little bit of a different one, is a film called Anaconda. With Jennifer Lopez. I love it. Oh, yes. Such a good movie. That really scared me. I was petrified of snakes as a kid yeah. too. That fi- Ice Cube as well. Like, yeah. Imagine being scared of a film with Ice Cube and J-Lo. <laughs> right? yeah. Do you know what that but was? When I was fucking 10, that fucking snake was very real to me. And when I'm sna- you know, sleeping in the bed and you know, I might just check the covers every now and then just to check there, there isn't an anaconda in my fucking bed <laughs> is what I was doing. All right? <laughs> Hey, actually, do you know what fucked me up for a while? It was Jaws. Always in a, oh, yeah, in a deep, deep pool, always thought there was a shark in there, even though there wasn't. Yeah, you wow. just know it's impossible. Something that I've always thought is I'm waiting for like a really realistic Jaws remake, but every person that I've said that to says, no, you can't touch that. You can't touch a classic. No, nah, someone's touching it. Yeah, I someone's hope so. Because like, like Jaws is amazing, but it's like the, the shark the is animatronics. Like, a, like on like a remote control. It's that fake. Yeah. Yet it's such a good film. So imagine if we took that movie into 2021 and said, what if we redid that film but actually had like a great white shark in 2021? Yeah. It would be amazing. It would be so much more realistic. One more before we move on because I'd like to think about some nicer things from childhood for one second. Yeah. What was the one where they had to say something three times in the mirror? Was it? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Uh, Freddy Krueger. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Something like that. I remember that one and it was like someone – they would like that. He had knives happen. for fingers. That relates back to Scream. Yeah, right. Wild. All right. I think good, I missed that. Good things from your childhood. I wanted to talk about nostalgic foods. And I was thinking the other day, all these foods that you used to have when you were kids, you just don't have anymore. And so it got me thinking. I was like, when's the last time you've had a tuna mornay? And I haven't had a fucking tuna mornay. I love mornay. a tuna mornay. Tuna mornay is amazing. Yeah. You know what? Tuna by itself for me, I'm very like, Ugh. nah, 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 but. Tuna Mornay. That's right. You put it with a creamy, cheesy sauce, mate. You Ooh. can rub that thing over me and call me Christmas. Woohoo! Merry yeah. Christmas, baby. Like, it's good. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, I think the biggest problem is the recipes are sort of lost. People, like, you can Google them, but people just don't bother. Like, the idea of it, it's like, it doesn't come to mind when you think of dinner. The other one that I can sometimes smell when I walk in the door, even though it's not getting cooked, is beef stroganoff. Mum used to make beef stroganoff. I used to love it. it yeah, like, that's a good one. Unreal. You got any others? Ham steaks with grilled pineapple. That oh, was like no. a, a Actually, huge thing for us as kids. I've obviously missed out as a, as a kid. Well, no, you didn't miss out. Invite me over for dinner. No, no. My mum brought home ham steaks and I used to call it farm food because it was thick-ass motherfucking bits of ham. Yeah. And I, oh, no, hated it. Hated it. No, I used to fry it off and then fry the pineapple as well and put it on top. And like, I used to cut all the pineapple into segments with the ham steak. Wicked. Obviously That's poor a, people food. Obviously I don't a like better it. standard sorry, of food we on rich, my right-hand side. Yeah, no, I'd hated it. I was very against ham. Uh, Two more. Farm food. Crumbed chops. Oh, yeah, good one. Lamb yeah. chops, crumbed, oh, fried. Yeah. Wait, what about yeah. pavlova? Yeah. 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Like, I know it's not like a dinner, but it was something that was always made. Mum used to always make yeah. it. And I'm now, no one knows how to make that. Pavlova for me is a, is a dessert where I go, I'm excited, but the people around me to my left and my right, are way more excited than I am. So everyone around me loved it more than I did, and that sort of said to me, okay, people fucking love pavlova. I, I really liked it. I gave it like an 8. Everyone else was giving it like a 10 out of 10. Yeah. The thing with pavlova is if you get a good pav and it's like thick and it's really marshmallowy, it's got a crispy edge, Ooh. great. Bit of kiwi fruit. But then what about the ones that just flop and sink in and the And they're soggy. And Whoever made oh, that pavlova. It's a hit or miss dish, that one. Yeah, don't invite them over again. The last one I had, which I actually ordered the other day, was Chico Roll. What? Yeah. I just, I don't know. You used to, did you remember all the, um, you used to go into like the fish shop when you were a kid? They used to have the ads where like the hot chick was on the Harley Davidson yeah. with was the a- Chico Roll. It's like, our, hello. Our thing with the lunch packs. You used to be able to get them, um, the lunch delivery thing. Yeah. When you bring the brown paper bag. No, but the advertising, it was just like, there's a hot chick on a Harley. Selling me a Chico roll, I'll have 10. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm Good marketing in. strategy. Yeah. yeah, and then there's no marketing anymore and you're lucky to see it on a bloody Actually, board at the fish and chip we, shop. We were selling those up until about a month ago and then they just vanished. We, the supplier vanished. So I don't know. Far out. It's a mystery. What is in a Chico roll? <laughs> oh, fuck. I've got a good story about this, actually, now that you've said that. Do we, do we want to know? Third date, I reckon Rachel and I, we went down to the beach. No, it was more than the third, maybe fifth. Yeah. And... Rachel's a vegetarian, has, did you, did, has been since I've so met her. Is that fifth date? Fifth date. Did you love one another by then? Um, I don't know, maybe. Rachel, shout out. <laughs> she, she's not in there, mate. No, no, she, she's <laughs> she can't list, see you. She's listening in a few days. <laughs> um, we went down to the beach and we went to a fish and chip shop down at Glenelg or Somerton or somewhere, ordered some stuff and I got a Chico roll. And we're sitting down there eating and I'm like, you're just basically eating chips. Like... Do you want to try the Chico roll? She's like, no, I can't try the Chico roll. It's got meat in it. I was like, no. It's just, oh, you lied. I was like, it's just got – no, I, I genuinely didn't know. Because like Mark said, how the, who fucking knows what's in a Chico roll? So it wasn't a dim sim. Probably a couple of dead bodies. I was like, I think it's just like cabbage and veggies and stuff. And she's like, oh, okay. And she tried it and she's like, that's definitely meat. And then we Googled it and it was like beef 60%. <laughs> she was vegetable for like four years until that point. <laughs> she's like, like a vampire. She tastes it and she's like, we're going to the butcher. <laughs> what about, what about um, fish and chip shops in general though? Why can't they ever get the condiments right? Like, okay, here's a huge fish, fish pack. And there's the tiny tub of tartare sauce. Oh, uh, I love this. Uh, okay, I'll get a family chips, thanks, and they give you like the tub that's about, what, a little finger dip worth? Yeah. So you can put f- four chips in there and then you're out of it. But they'll give you enough gravy to drown a small child. That's right. Mm. I'll get a chips and gravy pack, thanks. All right, I'll give you 65% gravy and 45% chips. <laughs> that's more than 100%, by the way. Guys, we have uh, a thing uh, on this podcast where we don't like to call people out. But I'm more than happy to call a business out. Uh, and it is it has come, it's time, right? What do you got for us, Mark? Okay. 
There is a place at North Adelaide, the Blue and White Cafe. Are we all familiar with it? Yeah. So there's a red and white, there's a blue and white. Uh, oh, okay. Alana and I, my ex-girlfriend, uh, we, had, we had seen a game at Adelaide Oval and we wandered up and we wanted fish and chips, right? We walked in and they had something called the Sea Chest for 1990. In that chest came one piece of fish, eight rings, and a large chips, right? Now, we walk to the counter and we get it. I don't really give a fuck about tartare sauce. Alana does. I look in and the, the guy that's running at the manager, he's like, well, I said to him, I'm like, this comes with tartare sauce. He's like, nah, that costs ex- extra. I'm like, so you're telling me that I've just bought all this and you won't give us tartare sauce? He's like, no, nah, that's like a dollar extra. A dollar? Yeah. And I'm like, well, um, so can you just like give it to us? Like we've just paid nineteen ninety. Obviously, you've, you know, you want us to come back again. He's like, if you want that tartare sauce, you need to give me another dollar. I'm like, well, I don't have cash. He's like, do you have card? So this is a guy that wants me to pay $1 on a card to get tartare sauce after wow. I've just spent 20 bucks. This is a fucking asshole, right? Guys, I'm hoping you're on my side here. I don't know. You look very angry. <laughs> it's it's stuck with me for a while. I can I was, tell. I was pissed off. I think you still are. Yeah. It hasn't it hasn't left me. Anyway, a few months later, I called up and it was still with me, clearly. And I ordered the exact same thing from a different guy. Ordered the same thing. Yep, yep. See you in 10 minutes. Oh, by the way, uh, does that come with tartare sauce? Yeah, it does. It does. Oh, he shafted you. So has your debacle with him... Whether that guy knew, the guy that I called, second guy, whether he knew that it came with tartare sauce or not is completely irrelevant. The point is, if you have a customer and you have them buy that fucking basket bullshit, you're going to give them the tartare sauce. You want them to come back again. The first guy, the manager, completely dogged us. It's right? a dollar for Christ's sake. It's tartare sauce. It would have cost you, what, like five cents? Second Actually, guy, I can, I can probably tart- work this comes out. with tartare sauce. Hang on. Well, you can get the Maggi uh, mix of gravy, which most places use, like uh, pubs and stuff. That's 30 bucks for a 20-litre tub. And that makes a uh, two, two-kilo tub, which makes about 40 or 20 litres or something. And I know from when we were going to make Euroses and have hot chips as well, that tartare was somewhere between about 45 and about 65 for a 20-litre tub. So it's not that much difference. Not enough. <sighs> and to what are they giving you, 20 mils in a serving? Yeah. The problem with the situation was I got a vibe that it wasn't about the cost. It was about like him wanting to piss me off and just be like, nah, like you should have known that like it didn't come with tartare. You should have bought that on the side. It wasn't a money thing. I mean, maybe I'm wrong because he was Greek. I mean, who knows? But like that guy, just if anyone goes to North Adelaide, Blue and White Cafe, just remind him that if you buy a basket, you're not going to get your tartare. Do you know what I'm going to do? He's going to want ru- to get- upset you and ruin your weekend. On Wednesday at about 7 o'clock, yeah. I'm going to get on their Facebook page yeah. and I'm going to copy the link to this podcast episode. I'm just going to send it to him with no words attached. Yeah. And just see what happens. Yeah. No, he'll fucking he'll be right onto it. <laughs>
Tight ass. All right. Let's do five seconds of something. It's good to have you back, mate. Last week I struggled. I almost farted over someone's fence. I heard. <laughs> that's another thing. There was one that you said. I think it was the farting on the fence. I'm like, I would have given you that. Right, yeah. Yeah. I would have. I, I thought it was clever. You've got to look for, like, originality. I know, I know. But you know what? This game's about making people f- furious, not about <laughs> being right. Okay. Really? <clears throat> Who's going first? Neil Armstrong. You're back. Yeah, you're back. You're going first. Okay. Excluding Aladdin, name three characters from the movie. Uh, Jafar. um, Oh, shit. Oh, Jasmine and Janie. Jasmine. Oh, my God. That's a choke. Uh, A a little bit. If I was here last week, I would have got that easy. (laughs) Hey, you know what? This has actually gone well. I'm glad you went first because this will suit Rick. Give three excuses to get out of a toddler's birthday. Uh, my kid's got gastro, my kid's got conjunctivitis, and I'm late for work. I'm late for work? You're about to go to the party, but you're late for work? Nah. I got called up for work. You know what cost him there? Like His first two, they take too long to say. Like, yeah. you only got five seconds. I know. It's hard. It's, it's so much harder than people think. Yeah. All right. Traffic jam. Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I got stuck driving behind Mark on the expressway. <laughs> Wait, give me that. Give me it. Yeah, I'll give you a tick. I would have paid that. That's <laughs> awesome. Okay, Mark. This is I love. I love the way this order's worked out. Yeah. Name three ways to give a girl your number. Uh, you tell it to her verbally. Uh, you buy a drink, then ask her, and then you oh. <laughs> you ask her about your number. <laughs> Here's a drink. What's my number? <laughs> And that is why Mark is single. Isn't there only one way? <laughs> you could I love that. Text, yeah, 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 you, you could text it to her, hand it to her in a napkin. You could um, airdrop it to her. Time's That's up. Been done. Yeah, you rehearsed this oh, last mate, time. You, asked, you didn't put me out of the time. Big turn. Whatever. <laughs> hey, Mark, what's my number? <laughs> okay. Ready? Name three movies that don't feature the outside world. What does that mean? So, uh, could you go like animation films? Well, anything that doesn't feature outside. That's a pretty weird question. It is. It's All a hard right. one. Give us three. Give us three. Uh, buried, where he's in the coffin the entire movie. Oh, that's fucking hard. I wouldn't have got that. Um, the Martian one? Yeah, the Martian one's good. Uh, there's the one with John Candy in it. Not John Candy, John Goodfellow. Anyway, we'll move on. That's hard. It's a hard one. Especially for someone who doesn't like movies. I'm glad I didn't get that. That would have ruined my credibility. (laughs) Uh, Ready? What about Finding Nemo? Would you have paid that? Yeah, I would have. Yep. Yep. 90% or less. But there's a scene where like they're like... 90% or less. Listen to that. 90% or less. I made it up in my head. Oi, are you furious yet? Have I done my job? Yeah, I'm really pissed (laughs) off. All right. Name three music artists from your childhood. Eminem. Uh, Spice Girls and uh, Backstreet Boys. Well done. Well done. Very oh, well I, done. I, he would have eaten that up in one second. You know what I was listening to the other day? I, Limp Biscuit. How oh. fucking good was Limp Biscuit back in the day? I was cranking it. I remembered all was, the words. It, it was probably as good as it is now. Not very good. Was, no, it was so good. <laughs> I was having a shower and like singing along. Like, yeah. What's the one your song? fucking face tonight. <laughs> is it smooth? What's the song that they do? Rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh, yeah, that's the one. Keep on rolling, rolling, rolling. I did it all for the nookie. Hey, talking about being in the shower, name three animals that love water. 
dogs, hippos, and rhinos. What was rhinos? that? Rhinos. Yeah. yeah he's, I'll give it to him. Rhinos? Yeah. I don't, I don't like the fact that you said rhinos, but yeah, you got it. Sorry, I got a bit rattled because I watched Free Willy the other day. I feel Orca Wire would have... Orca. Actually, Alice and I saw a documentary of a water buffalo walking underwater, like... Like actual walking on the bottom of the whatever it was in, so good. Clear water, it's fucking amazing. Do you ever hear like facts about animals, and you just think that's a load of bullshit, but they're probably true. Like, um, fucking um, hippos can run like forty-five kilometers mm. per hour. Like, no, you wow, can't. You that's fat fast. piece of shit. Yeah, but they probably can. Yeah. Like, you do, we don't know. We don't, we don't live in Africa. We don't watch them. No. Like, they probably do. It's crazy. And you the know only time I've seen one is at Adelaide Zoo and they've got like a little 20 by 20 little cage. <laughs> so we're not going to see your top speed today, mate. Like, it's like the American Eagle can fly at 120 k's an hour flat, yeah, not even diving. Yeah, he just made that up. I did make yeah. that up. Yeah. There you go. It's pretty good. There's, there's, <laughs> no, there's no way that's true. Hey, you're talking about um, bands from school. Got yeah. me thinking about school. Oh, here we go. How cooked are some of the things that you do at school? And they're just like the biggest milestones for you at the time, like getting a pen license. I never got one. Well, was that because you're dyslexic? Yeah, probably. <laughs> or just very messy handwriting. Did uh, you? Did, well, would you remember getting your pen license at Belair Primary School? From memory, everyone got their pen license in Year Three. So what, like, you didn't even have to work for it. Well, you did, but like everyone oh, that's got participation medal. <laughs> say that again. Oh my God. Did you say that again? No, no, that's why you didn't ever get your pen license, mate. But the participation medal. Can I get my participation medal for my pen license? Everyone. Everyone got ticked off, but at certain times throughout the year. So, like, there was some people maybe at the start of the year that were like, I'm better than you. I can fucking, you know, write properly. They got it early, and then the, the later retards, but they ended They're up. like, we want to go home for our Christmas holidays. Have your fucking pen license so we can get out of here. Uh, he's right, but that happened in year no, five. Mark, Mark and I were smudging the whole way through year three. That's the problem. Oh. Mate, I knew my I knew what twenty four times six was in year three. I, I bet was, you did. I was my like AFL like numbers guy in year three, but yeah, didn't have the pen license. Do you, do you know what I always used to do? We used to have a SSO like a student support officer teacher who was actually deaf. Now I'm not trying to make fun of people with impairments or disabilities or anything like that. You are, but it's okay. <laughs> but I used to I had this habit of writing my S's the wrong way around. Like an S like that. That's dyslexic stuff. Yeah, right. Whatever. And then well, she used to come up to me. Undiagnosed. She she came up to me, right? And she would go, oh, I was about, <laughs> I was about to do the noise that she made. She'd go, F, no, F, yes. And like show me like that. And I was just like, I've got no fucking idea what you're talking about. <laughs> she would say S, no, S, yes. Yeah, like don't she, – well, she couldn't – she was deaf, mate. She could only make noises. Mm. So she couldn't actually talk to me. She, she was nonverbal. She was deaf. So she's trying to tell me, you're writing that letter wrong. Write it this way. And I was just like, I don't fucking know what you're talking about. You know what else used to make you really popular in school, though? Pencil case. Did you ever oh, have Oh, the this? call of the pencil case. I thought you were going to say beating the crap out of the new kids. <laughs> <laughs> School of hard knocks over here. <laughs> what would you call it? The valley of death? Or <laughs> it blows... <laughs> yeah, out in the Sorry, pit. I was happy with that yeah. one. The death pit. Yeah. The pencil case was like so important. Yeah, wasn't it? If you had a shit pencil case, like... The old nylon ones yeah. where you slide your letter, yeah, letters the for your name in. Yeah, and if you had a, a name longer than like seven digits, you had to like try and condense it like a yeah. number plate. <laughs> so that was like, okay, this kid's a loser mm. and his parents are on the welfare. Did you ever buy a cool pencil ta- 
taste. <laughs> I'm gone tonight. Everyone, I'm, I'm written off. How good? How good? Think back, right? Do you remember it was like surf culture? Yep. The wetsuit material, oh, rip curl, quicksilver, yep. pencil case. case, and then everyone would like write their little tag or sign the pencil oh case. Oh, my God. I thought... And if like, you filled it up with texter, like people had signed it, you are obviously the coolest fucking kid at school. Yep. I what, agree. What you've just said then is exactly what we did. So I'm wondering when that sort of got old. When did they go from that to like there's something else now? Because we've, we've spoken about the, the puffy shoes, the globes. Yes. The etnies. Now you've told me about the pencil cases with the wetsuit material. This is this is nostalgia, big time. This is crazy. Well, what doesn't stop there. You used to have laminate your books, and oh, the cooler the laminate, yeah. the cooler you were. Yeah. And it, oh, actually, you know what? I tried to actually wrapping paper, sticky tape it really tight around my book once because we were too poor to buy contact that week. I I'm not joking, and it didn't last very long. It split right down the middle as soon as I closed it, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, I'm just going to have to be the loser in the class." I would cut out um, pictures of like women in bikinis, like you know, remember FHM, and yeah. like Ralph, and I would put them on my book, and the teachers didn't blink an eyelid. Right? I look back at, at that and I go, "Fuck, should have they actually spoke?" Like you're up 11 or 12 like, at that time, but like in my mind, I'm like. It, like I like girls, and this is this is a, a fun time, and I'm not going to get in trouble. Looking back, like a 12 year old is like that tall. I know. Like, I, I don't, <laughs> Some I, little dweeb. I, like, yeah, I didn't even have pubic. I didn't even have pubic hair. Yeah, I didn't even have pubic hair, and I'm like, I've got this like. Fucking Thanks for that, mate. Cheers. Sorry, a little bit of an insight. I remember. Do you, every everyone remembers this image, right? Christina Aguilera yeah. in the bottomless oh, chaps yeah. in that movie video thing, video music, music video. Yeah. And there was a like a poster of her like that and that was like my English book cover. Oh, look out. As good as Clean Sheets, that cover? Way good, just as good. <laughs> way, way good, just as good. <laughs> that sounds great. Oh, actually, I used to – sorry, you go. I was just going to say, you know another thing I used to do when I was bored and this went through like primary school and high school is you'd get those big pens – and you turn them on the side and just rub the tip of it sideways so you weren't drawing, you'd burn, like, get the metal so hot and then you could burn someone with it. <laughs> did you ever do that? Well, or was that just me, my psychopathic ways? What, what, do you, what did we call the – did you do the tissue shooter things where you, you bite it off a bit of tissue, you get it Spit all Spit it through the pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you, yeah. Feel it, you get rid of the pen and you just spit it at people. Yep. What were they called back in the day? I, I forget. Pea shooter. Yeah, yeah, pea shooter. Pe- yeah. I've, I've written tissue shooter. I'll just cross it out and put pea shooter. Yeah, they yeah, were better. fun. They were good. My they naughtiest one, I reckon. I used to do. There was a couple, and we we had bad kids at that school. Uh, Probably I was one of them. Maybe. Of course you were. There were these kids that would get the rulers, and you remember rulers? You'd either have the thick wooden ruler, or you'd have those flimsy plastic rulers, and they'd stick a thumbtack through the plastic ruler and just walk up and just like hit people with it. Oh, so you'd be like, bang! Oh, fuck! I'm just, That's not very nice. What I thought Rick was going to say is the plastic rollers, and you'd put something on the end, and you'd bend it, and then you'd fire stuff at people. Well, I went ah. one step further. I had the uh, wooden ruler, the archery. I'd, I'd yeah, I'd cut yeah. cut a little slit at the top, little slit at the bottom, put a rubber band, heavy yeah. duty, and then I'd get pens out, and then stick a pin on the end of it, oh. and like fire them at people and they would fly. Right. Actually, you'd have to cut a hole you, through you the middle of the ruler. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You have to have a hole in the middle of the Drill ruler. Drill a little hole through the middle. And you literally had a deadly arrow. How people didn't lose their eyesight is fucked. Yeah, I got 
in trouble <laughs> for, you, for using that. Do you guys remember any silly things you used to do actually in class to fuck with the teachers? Like I remember one thing we did. You look at the time and when the minute hand ticks over to the 12, everyone goes <coughs> and coughs. Yeah. And the teacher's like, everyone in the room coughs and they're like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, that's amazing. I never did that. I think that was more for like the relief teacher, like that person you used to pick on and just be like, a couple you of t- spit on them as well. A like. couple of times, um, we would put the clock forward ten or fifteen minutes, right in the room. So we'd get there and move it forward. This is year eight, year seven. This is sort of the time. Oh, and, that's high tech. Yeah, and then we would like wait for it to be like ten minutes past the end of the lesson. And be like, why hasn't the bell gone? She'd be like, oh, I don't know. Maybe we didn't hear it. Uh, off you go, and we'd get a free five minutes. Wow, that's brilliant. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, very good. Two things from my high school. This gives you a bit of an insight into Millicent High School, right? We had a relief teacher. I'm just trying to remember his name. It might come to me. He was a like a hippie, like yeah. a full-on hippie. Mm. And one day, everyone walked in. He was relieving for Mr. Featherstone, who was an um, English teacher. Featherstone, Every, Everyone walked into the class, and the guy had a bong on the desk. Not joking. What? He had a bong on the desk. And someone's like, oh. Hang on, like a homemade one or a nice one? Like a ceramic type one. And all the kids are like, what are you doing? And there was this one kid who was real feral who smoked bongs. And he's like, oh, yeah, we can smoke billies after class. And he's like, that's not a bong. That's a pen holder. And he started putting pens in the top oh, of it. Oh, to cover it up. Yeah. He was, was a he, clever man. Was he that high that maybe he forgot? Probably, yeah. He oh, was a wow. full Fuck tripper. He would have had to been really high to deal with all those kids at Millicent. The last thing about high school, do you ever remember, did you have a photography lab? Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. The photography lab was the hub of skullduggery in my school. It was like... It's, it had a it's, real naughty feel about it, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, you've got a dark room, lights are out. Horny teenagers? You, you can't see... Horny as fuck teenagers. Mm. Mm. Young ladies, young men. It happens. Something happens in the black room. Are you talking about you being an ex-teacher or something? <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, I just remembered lots of weird stuff in the black like room. girls grabbing you, you grabbing them and a little bit of flirting going on. Bit of that. Yeah. Bit of that. It's, anyway... Yeah. Oh, I'm done. No. <laughs> I was going to say something, but you pretty much covered nah, it. What is it? I was going to say, like, no, nah, I've forgotten. No, nah, it's gone. Oh, well, I reckon that's all we've got time for tonight. Yeah. Thanks, boys. Uh, it's you, been fun. It's, it's been good to have you back, Mark. It energetic. is. And uh, it's like uh, there's a lot of energy, and I feel like the cats have been a bit more wild tonight. Yeah. In particular, well, pe- people on YouTube wouldn't have seen it, but they've been sitting next to Rick the entire night. So Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I've trying to give him. Oi, everyone, just before we go, I'll take today. Our Spotify and Apple Car Apple Podcasters <laughs> hit the bell so you get our uh, notifications of new episodes. Yeah. See you later. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.